Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. How are you, Adele? I'm good, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. It's Wednesday morning and we're recording. Hopefully we'll have this out today on Wednesday. I know we didn't do an episode last week. Uh, Again, life got busy. And you had a full hour episode the week before, so hopefully that tie would tie you over. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, actually, our plan last week was for me to plan out the episode, do some research, and then have it all ready, and then we would record actually on Thursday. So it would have still been a bit late, but we would have we had a plan, and then. Um, a canceled flight happened, and then I was stuck at the airport for over four hours. Um, and your your iPad was dying. You didn't bring a charger because you didn't think you would be. Gone no, I didn't. That I long. didn't have anything. I literally just had my backpack, my Kobo, and my phone. Oh, okay. And yeah, I didn't have a charger because I was just supposed to be in and out, do my things, and then come back to Vancouver. So um, unfortunately, yeah, it's. Uh, crazy busy season still and the planes are being used a lot and sometimes they need to be uh fixed up you know not that they're like actually broken it's just you know regular maintenance needs to happen just on a car you know like an oil change or like the brakes or things like that doesn't mean the car is completely broken but you need to have those things fixed in order to actually be safe on the road. So that's the same very dumbed down version of what happens when there's like a mechanical or maintenance issue on a plane. doesn't mean it's dangerous for that plane to then fly ever again. Mm-hmm. It just means that routine maintenance needs to happen or just like something maybe small or a little bit bigger needs to be fixed before that uh, plane flies again. So that's pretty much what happened. Um to me last Thursday because I needed to go back to Calgary. Um, I had a court date. So that's uh, what I had to do. I had to fly in, go to my court date and then fly out. But then, um, yeah, that flight canceled. And then I was stuck at the airport and then couldn't really do much on a phone that was dying. And uh, you got back way later on Thursday night than you were expecting. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did end up seeing Leticia, though, when I got back to Vancouver, which was a nice treat. Her flight actually canceled, too, because it was the same plane. That same plane that uh, had my flight canceled, it canceled hers as well. Different flights, but same plane. Yeah, exactly. So uh, when I got to Vancouver, she was still there. Um, so I I spent uh, about an hour with her. At her hotel, we caught up because it hadn't had been a while since we'd seen her, probably at least a month. So that was a nice little, you know, treat after a long day. So that was nice. And she listens to the podcast. So hi, Lele. Hi, Lele. <laughs> um, yeah. So the point of me telling this story is that we thought maybe we'll talk about what happens when your flight cancels, essentially what to do if you're a passenger, what does that actually mean? And what um, are your rights, essentially? Mm -hmm. 
So the first thing we're going to talk about is reasons for a flight to actually cancel. Well, we're not going to go over everything, just a couple different reasons why a flight might cancel. Now, you already mentioned a mechanical. So it could be a mechanical issue with the plane. I've seen things like a flat tire that's delayed a flight to an engine issue to a pressurization issue. So there's various issues. Like you said, like with a car, you know, you could have various different mechanical issues. And you have to take it to the shop. It's the same thing. Again, like you said, that's very dumbed down, but same thing on a plane. Uh, now, planes do undergo regular maintenance. They have different classes of maintenance, meaning they go for maintenance schedule like A, B, C, or D. A would be like, oh, it's it's kind of like an oil change. B would be like, oh, we're going to like modify the brakes and, and do a little more extensive C and D go even deeper. And one of them, they actually like take apart the entire plane, make sure everything is good, put it all back together, re make basically make sure everything works on the plane. So there's various different maintenance categories. Yes, categories that they do on the on the planes. Now the next reason for a cancellation could be weather. Uh, and this doesn't just have to be weather at your origin. It could be weather at the destination or it could be weather en route to your destination. And that those reasons could cause a cancellation. Have you ever had weather cancel your flight or maybe even a diversion or something like that? Well, most uh, I remember this happening mostly when I was at the airport. So I was at, when I was working as a customer sales and service agent in Montreal, mm -hmm. I saw that happen more often just because I was dealing with more flights. Yeah. Um, uh, one big example of this is St. John's, Newfoundland <laughs> yep. with the fog. And the St. John's is a very, um, well, it's a coastal city. Uh, it's on the complete east coast of Canada in well Newfoundland, as mentioned, if you are not familiar with Canadian geography. Um, so it's on the Atlantic Ocean and where it's situated and the weather over there, it's just, it's a very interesting weather system and there is a lot that can happen there. And it's a very uh, particular and... I don't, I don't want to say complicated, but like maybe slightly complicated area. Yeah. So, so for planes to land, there has to be very good weather. And unfortunately, with how everything is over there, there's very often fog and there's very often winds and there's very often uh, in the winter, lots of snowstorms, like a lot of snowstorms. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a very beautiful city. However, um, it's very possible to be stuck in St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's I, I, Jeremy was stuck there just, what, two, three years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he didn't, he was supposed to be home and he couldn't come home. Ended up staying an extra a, day, yeah. Yeah, it was because of the weather. Like, what yeah. can you do? You can't do anything. It's the the inbound flight couldn't land because of the weather. So then we didn't have a plane to leave again. So they had to keep us there for an extra day that's right um yeah so that's an example so oftentimes we would have saint john's flights uh just cancel unfortunately and sometimes it would be for days it would be okay no saint john's flights has left today okay the next day nope no flights to saint john's are leaving either okay the next day nope still still can't go there so i've seen it for probably four to five days where no flights can go to St. John's, Newfoundland. And the great thing, though, about St. John's is that 
people who go there know about that. Yeah. So they're not... I mean, yes, it's annoying. However, they know how the weather is there. So they're not too um, upset about it. It's kind of to be expected. Yeah. And it's also the temperament of the people that live there are just great. People from Newfoundland (laughs) are just known to be super friendly, super just accommodating, you know, things roll off their back. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, there's no need to get upset because it is what it is. Why, why are you going to get upset about weather? What are you going to get on the phone with mother nature and make things change? And complain. Yeah. No, I mean, I've often said people on the East coast of Canada are the nicest people in the world. And Newfoundland is definitely no, no exception to that. Everyone's so, so jolly and nice all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Jolly. That's a good word. Um, yeah, I've had situations where I remember this was New Year's and uh, our captain was like, we're going to try and beat the weather because there was a weather system moving towards Newfoundland, uh, towards the St. John's area. We were leaving from Toronto. Uh, and so we tried to beat it. But by the time we got there, the weather had already moved in. So we circled for a little bit and then we had to divert to Halifax for New Year's. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah. Uh, so another reason why flights could cancel would be crew duty day and this is a more of a rare circumstance because chances are if they know the crew is going to like duty out because legally we can only fly for x amount of hours both us and pilots pilots it's a little more of a legal reason for us um we have contractual reasons and then we can extend it slightly if we choose to but uh with pilots they have legal times when they cannot fly anymore so in a case like this, if you don't have a crew base or you don't have any other crew available, it could lead to a cancellation of a flight. Yeah, and that's understandably very fr- frustrating as passengers, If you, especially if you just see this crew walk off and then the plane looks fine and the weather is beautiful. And then the reason they give you is because the crew is unavailable and then you just think, oh, well, those lazy people, how dare they? And now we're stuck here. We can't go on vacation, blah, blah, blah. However, if you take a step back and you're able to, you know, realize, you know, those pilots, those flight attendants are humans. And yeah, if it's been 16 hours that they've been working, I think, is that? I don't know what the exact number is for pilots. Yeah, but yeah, the pilots, yeah, like Jeremy said, do have that legal, it stops at this time. There's no extending it, whatever. And flight attendants, we can extend by choice. However, when it comes to 15 hours, 16 hours, we're, we're tired. tired. Yeah, and exhausted. if you're asking us to do another flight after that, or like we know that our day will extend into like the 15, 16, 17 hours, and we're just, we, we have just been waiting around because of delays or whatever, then it's just safer all around oftentimes to walk and go home or go to a hotel and sleep because we are also responsible for a lot of safety and emergency procedures on the aircraft. We have to keep the passengers safe. So if there's anything that happens, if there's a medical emergency, if there's a fire on board, if there's anything like that, we are the ones in the cabin who need to deal with that situation. So if our, if the crew of flight attendants is overtired and the response time is, is lesser or they're overly tired or they're fatigued, 
Do you want them dealing with a medical emergency at that point? If you have any kind of situation and we have to deal with you, do you want the overtired flight attendant or do you want the... Well-rested and alert flight attendant. Yeah. So, and yeah, we also don't want to cancel flights because we want to get to the destination. We want to go home. We want to get to our beds. However, sometimes we just physically can't. Yeah. And we are allowed and we're legally also allowed to decline all that overtime because yeah essentially it's us doing overtime it's just called differently and we have to and sometimes also it's not like we don't just elect to say oh today on this pairing i'm gonna you know i feel like i'm gonna do overtime today yeah it's not how that works it just kind of it's an extenuating circumstance yeah and then it, it could happen Hopefully it doesn't, but if it does, you know, then we have sort of choices to make at that point. Yeah. So just, yeah, it gets sprung on you and then you kind of have to make a decision and see how you feel, but you can't plan for it. You can't plan for an extended day. Obviously, this is different if you're actually doing a 15 hour flight. Mm -hmm. But when we do like those flights to Australia or those flights to Delhi, we actually have an extended break on the aircraft yeah a a lot of people don't know this and i know we've talked about this a little bit in the past um and it's wonderful when we get to teach this during initial training because we love showing off that we have crew bunks uh depending on the aircraft we actually have um like it's almost like bunk beds it looks like it's a little bunk where we get to go and sleep for a couple hours to take our rest on those extremely long flights uh even sometimes it's as little as an hour sometimes it's uh, several hours but yeah, we have a chance to go and rest and relax and yeah, it's kind of a nice little perk of the job, I guess. Well, yeah, and it's also needed on a 15 hour flight. If we didn't have any rest, it would be very tiring yeah. and uh, overwhelming and for a lot of crew. Newer aircraft have the ability to fly for longer hours and thus making, you know, total trips shorter. Like uh, back when I first started flying. Our airline would do flights to Sydney, Australia, but they would have to stop in Honolulu. Uh, So it would be Vancouver, Honolulu, layover, Honolulu to Sydney, Sydney back to Honolulu, Honolulu back to Vancouver. Nowadays, we can go Vancouver direct to any of the Australian cities. So we go to Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, we can go to Auckland, New Zealand. So aircraft nowadays can connect any two cities in the world. So with those extended flights obviously we can't just fly straight for 20 hours or whatever it may be we have to take a rest as well because yeah we can't operate for 24 hours (laughs) straight so now let's talk about what you can do as a passenger if your flight cancels what are you going to do what what happens and i'm actually i'm just on the website right now this is for the canadian transportation agency uh It's the government website uh, for transportation in Canada. So otc-cta.gc.ca. And I'll be referring to this as we go over this next little part. Yeah. So first thing, please just be patient, (laughs) which is understandably very difficult. Um, You're dealing with a situation. It's unpleasant. Your flight just canceled. However, the employees who are also dealing with this canceled flight also 
definitely don't want this flight to cancel. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. Nobody who works at the airline says, oh, yeah, I would love this flight to cancel today. I promise you that is untrue. Nobody wants the flight to cancel. No. So the next thing is the airline, of course, knows that they need to get you to your destination. So whether uh, that flight was bringing you to your final destination or that was part of a connection that was bringing you elsewhere or whatever the case may be. Trust me, they know. So they need, they will rebook you. So to the best of the their abilities, either the agents will manually do it or the system rebooks you automatically onto the next available flight. So if you wait maybe 10, 15 minutes, you'll most likely get a an email, a text message, something notifying you of the change in your itinerary. Mm-hmm. Um, I can actually read a little portion here from, from the website, and this is, this is Canadian law now. So obligations for situations within the airline's control. An airline operating a flight that is delayed or canceled for reasons within its control must do the following for the affected passengers. Communicate key information, provide assistance, offer alternate travel arrangements or a refund, and pay compensation for inconvenience. So there is, you know, there is certain rules that the airlines have to abide by when it comes to delays or cancellations. So they must keep you informed. They must provide assistance and offer uh, other arrangements and such. Yeah, they, of course, can't leave you stranded anywhere. They can't just, all right, bye, my shift is over, ciao. No, trust me, when I worked at the airport as well, um, what's, eight years? Yeah. Wow, eight years ago. um, If a flight canceled or if there was something happening, we also had to stay to make sure that the passengers were taken care of and everything. We wouldn't just clock out. We had to just finish what we were doing because that was our responsibility. Yeah. We had to. Um, yeah, it's great. If you need more information, this website is actually great for all of the all of the different rules and regulations that the airline has to abide by, as well as what passengers should expect. Uh, there's little uh, examples and such, like if you're caught in this situation, this is sort of how the procedure should unfold. So it's a it's a great little resource. And again, this is for uh, Canadian airlines or when delays and such happen in Canada. So the web- website is uh, Canadian Transportation Agency, otc-cta.gc.ca. And yeah, it's all about flight delays and cancellations. And it's actually a great little guide. Uh, and again, nobody likes it. The airlines don't like it. Passengers don't like it. The crew doesn't like it. Nobody wants to be involved with cancellations. So our suggestion is when, if and when it does happen, you have to kind of roll with the punches a little bit. Don't worry. The airline will take care of you. Uh, and <laughs> don't go to Newfoundland. No, I'm kidding. Go to Newfoundland. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful places I've, I've ever been to. Watch out for moose. And uh Yeah. Yeah, and if you are in Canada and dealing with a Canadian airline, you'll most likely be able to go to one of their customer service desks at that airline at that airport. Sorry. Um, so if you wanted to talk to someone and um, figure out 
a way to maybe get to your destination a bit more efficiently or you whatever you have a question you can actually speak to one of them although if a flight cancels there will be a longer line however they will be there to uh, assist you in person if you're overseas though and in a using a Canadian airline, there might not be one of those uh, customer service desks, but I'm just... um, Yeah, you'll most likely speak with the agents at the gate or at the check-in counter. Mm -hmm. Um, And also right now with uh, times with travel ramping up, the airlines are still ramping up their staffing issues. So please be patient. Please, please, please be patient. we're we Adele and I are working our hardest right now to get all those flight attendants up to speed and uh, and out on the line, um, as are so many other departments. So patience is a virtue. Please, please, please be patient right now until everything gets back to normal operations. And I always say, like when people ask about flying, when new hires come and ask about flying, I say, well, before COVID times. So unfortunately, we're not out of the COVID times quite yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. We can see it on the horizon that the post-COVID times is right there. It's right there. We're almost there. We're getting there. Yeah. And another suggestion when there is a very extended delay, let's say, or a cancellation, and you're not able to get to your destiny, your final destination, um, maybe look outside the box a little bit. Here's an example um, of my cousin traveling um, just last month. So she was in Regina, Saskatchewan, and she had a connecting flight in Toronto and then had to go to Halifax. So unfortunately, her flight to Toronto was delayed Yeah, her flight to Toronto. So she hadn't left Regina. And then she was going to miss her connecting flight to Halifax, which means that she would have had to spend the night over in uh, Toronto. And she has a young baby. Yeah. Yeah. She she was traveling with her husband and her her baby daughter. So um, I was talking to her. She wasn't on my passes or anything. She had booked her ticket and everything, but she was traveling on our airline so um i and this is not any special um like website that i use just for airline employees i literally just looked up flights Mm -hmm. and i knew that sometimes there are uh, flights direct from calgary to halifax so i thought well if she can get to calgary maybe she can take that one flight that would get her to Halifax. It would still be later than expected because uh like her original itinerary. However, she would st- get to Halifax and she wouldn't have to spend the night over in Toronto. So I gave her that information and she uh, was able to get the flight changed. So she got from Regina to Calgary and then Calgary to Halifax to get on that red eye. So instead of waiting um, in Toronto and then seeing what was going to happen or just never leaving Regina that day, I suggested that she look up um, 
maybe possibly going through Calgary, which geographically is going backwards yeah. to the, like going further away from her destination to then get to her destination sooner. So, well, not no, well, sooner than the delay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that's where I'm like, think outside the box, maybe a little bit. And because sometimes the rebooking system is literally just done automatically by computer, like the quickest, most like direct route. However, if you're willing to do a little bit of outside the box thinking, and it's possible, and there's room on those flights that they can rebook you on. No problem. The airline yeah. would do that for you because then then you're taken care of, you're happy, you're satisfied, and then you're also able to get to your destination. Yep. So, yeah, so that's a quick little example there. So maybe also just be aware of flights uh, that are available. And yeah, just think a little bit outside the box to get you to your destination. It might involve an extra connection or something like that. However... In my opinion, it's always best to get to your destination instead of being stuck somewhere en route or even just never leaving. Yeah. So that's a little example there. A little story yeah. time. No, I like it. Yes, oh, and Roxy likes Roxy it too. Likes it too. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think this sort of wraps up uh, this episode. If you have any questions about delays or cancellations, uh, you know, send them to us at, uh, our, at our email. Or if you have any suggestions for shows that you want to hear about, uh, so remember, if you are out there, always be nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.